All right, welcome back to What's the Value? Uh, today's guest is TJ Bell, and TJ is a recovering uh, drug addict and alcoholic. He's someone like many of us who, you know, has had to face some demons from his past. He grew up in a tough environment, tough neighborhood. Um, never really felt like he fit in or, or didn't really feel like he was normal enough. Um, and that caused him to go down some dark paths to try and find happiness, to try and find that sense of, of fitting in. And it took him a long time, really ultimately until he kind of hit bottom, went to jail, was in jail the night one of his kids was born that he realized like, hey, I, I got to figure this thing out. I got to make a change. And that's why I enjoy these types of conversations so much, because aside from them just being really interesting and understanding kind of people at a deeper level, from almost like a scientific perspective, it's it's an amazing use case to, to kind of study and understand, right? When somebody sees some of the worst things life has to offer, their mind starts to convince them, like, there's no hope. Like, what's the point of even trying? But they find a way to kind of pull themselves out, pull themselves back and, and find some form of happiness. I just think that's fascinating. So I love taking opportunities like this, like I did with TJ to just really dig into that, understand, you know, how, how did he start to make changes? What was that like? What were the challenges he faced? What are the things that he found worked? Um, and ultimately what I think is so interesting is, you know, why does he think he was able to overcome it? Whereas some people struggle with it so deeply not not because i think he's better than anybody because i think there's things there's themes there's common trends to kind of be unlocked there that i think can be super useful so we dug into a lot of that um we had an interesting debate at one point you know tj's a, a proponent of kind of the atomic habits strategy and just taking actions to start to convince and show your subconscious that like hey all that self-doubt isn't real i tend to kind of take the approach of more like deep introspection and self-reflection and almost try and logically convince my subconscious through thought <laughs> that those doubts don't make sense so we kind of talked about those different approaches and what works what doesn't um really really interesting and you know tj is the host of his own podcast now he, he focuses on entrepreneurship and trying to help other people that deal with these same issues so we even touched on that at the end and kind of understanding how he knew that was his real purpose, kind of how he views the meaning of life and kind of what this whole universe is all about to kind of understand where he fits in and figuring out your path. So lots of really interesting conversations. Um, really appreciate TJ for being so real, which was his value, um, being real, which he was, and, and kind of being open and sharing his story. So with that, let's get to the conversation with TJ. All right, TJ, thanks so much for being on, man. Excited for this conversation. Uh, let's get to it. What's the value that's most important to you? Man, that's a great question. For me, I would say the value that is most important to me would probably just be just being real, being authentic, being yourself. You know what I mean? Because I've done a lot of things in my life to try and build an audience or, you know, just try to be successful where like I was learning from certain people and I just wasn't I wasn't being myself. You know what I mean? Because I thought that I had to put on a show like because of my background and stuff. You know what I mean? I didn't think people would take me serious. But now you know, getting into the podcasting world, you know, I'm realizing that there's more value in just being yourself, you know what I mean? Because that's what people could relate to, you know, mm. so yeah, that would be my, my greatest value. That resonates with me a lot. I'm sure it does for a lot of people. Um, I think all most of us have struggled with that at times. Um, take, take me through like a little bit of the backstory on that. You mentioned you didn't you didn't think you could be yourself, like giving your background that wouldn't work. What was it? Were you like, were you, were you trying to cover something up? Were you afraid about something that something might be like, what was it that made you feel that way? Yeah. See for me, man, like, uh, you know, like, uh, at the age of 15, you know, I became a full blown alcoholic. Wow. Uh, you know, I was in the street gangs and stuff by the time I was 18 into like really hard drugs by the time I was like 22, 23. And, um, yeah, man. And I just, you know, honestly was just embarrassed about all of that. You know what I mean? And then, but, yeah. And then like, also, you know, ended up in jail, uh, the night, actually the night I got arrested was the night that my second child was born. Wow. So, uh, you know, the drug use stopped there, but, um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't think that if people knew my past, you know what I mean? That they would take me seriously kind of, you know what I mean? But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just now, you know, being clean and sober from everything, like just realizing that, you know, people, that's what people want to hear. You know what I mean? Because not everybody has that clean, you know, clean cut image where they were just, uh, quote unquote, you know, normal person for lack of a better term. Mm. Uh, and then just became successful. People love hearing that, you know, you came from a, a really dark past and were able to turn that around and now, you know, turn it into success. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's yeah. funny. I, so I have an eight year old son and, uh, I find myself saying that to him a lot, 
Um, you know, there, there'll be times as we all do, but particularly at eight years old, you know, third grade, he's got insecurities. He's worried about this or what this person's going to think, or if he doesn't have the right clothes on or whatever it is, or if, if what he likes isn't what's cool or normal. And I find myself telling him all the time, like, you know, nobody's normal. <laughs> Everybody's got their own unique things. Everybody's got their own stuff going on. Most people just pretend that's just what they do to try and fit in. So like, I think there's a realization in that too, to your point of like, I found at least for me, it was much easier for me to be authentic and be myself when I realized that like, Hey, we're all trying to figure this thing out to your point. Like nobody's really got the answer. This kind of traditional normal view of what you're supposed to be. I don't even think anybody's really that. So I think, I think that helped me a lot, at least as I was thinking about it. Absolutely, man. And you know, another reason for me, why I, I just love being open and authentic and stuff is because like growing up, man, um, like where I live, I got to hang around all kinds of people, you know, people who, you know, were proud of being messed up, <laughs> you know what I mean? And people who just tried to cover it up and look, you know, perfect and stuff like that. And I realized like at a very young age, it's usually the people that try to act like they're perfect and put on this, you know, persona that usually have the most demons inside, you know what mm. I mean? <laughs> like, mm. So true, yeah, man. Like, so, you know, becoming sober and trying to figure my thing out, you know, I, I thought back to that and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to be an open book, put it all out there. And if people don't like it, they don't like it, whatever. But I mean, so far it's worked out incredible, man. So there's kind of two places I want to go with this one forward, one backwards. Maybe I'll go backwards first. To the extent you're comfortable talking about it, what you usually, and maybe not the case, but usually drug use, that type of thing, drinking is because something else, right? You're trying to, you're trying to soothe for something else or medicate mm -hmm. for something else, whatever it is. Was there, more story to that in terms of what got you into that to begin with was it just the place you grew up that's just kind of what it was yeah man see like you know in the last year because in may it'll be a year that i've been sober from alcohol and about six seven years for drugs but um yeah for me like what i'm realizing now is because like i never you know had my father around and stuff like that growing up like he was since i was pretty much born and you know, grow and plus two, like I'm half uh, Native American or Native Canadian, I guess. But I grew up with my, you know, my Native American side of my family. But I didn't really fit in at school with the Native American kids because I'm white and they're brown. So they would kind of, you know, push me to the mm. side. And then, but the, you know, for lack of a better term, the white kids wouldn't let me hang with them because they knew I was half Native American. You know what I mean? So I didn't really fit in. And, you know, just not having that father figure around to tell me like, you know what, don't worry about other people, just do your own thing. You know, I have mm -hmm. to figure that out myself, but yeah, man. And just trying to fit in mostly like, that's what led me into street gangs and then trying to be cool and drinking and, you know, doing drugs, you know, all of that. So then, and then it just kind of became a part of who I was, you know, yeah. unfortunately, but, uh, those yeah. lessons are hard, man, as you know, as well as anybody, we all kind of do to an extent, trying to figure out some of those lessons that it's all right to be yourself, you know, that that fitting in doesn't mean you have to be somebody, all that stuff, like, easy to think about and hear, but at that, at a young age, and then to be in school every day and being trying to figure out, like, again, not maybe not, but like, where am I going to sit and eat lunch? <laughs> like, who am I going to talk to in this class? Like, that stuff's stressful. It's a big deal. It, it's it's It weighs on a kid, I think um and without anybody there to kind of guide you can make it tough so it makes sense it makes sense what you're saying for sure for sure yeah definitely man um so kind of going forward as you had this realization so you touched on it a little bit it sounded like your second kid was born you got arrested was that kind of rock bottom for you where you were like shit man i gotta i gotta figure this thing out yeah man well i mean for the drugs yeah that was definitely rock bottom because uh you know, like, like the drinking back then, it was a problem, but it just wasn't the main problem. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rock bottom, definitely for the drugs and, uh, you know, being, not being able to, cause I didn't do like a long jail time or nothing. It was like three months, but you know, still just knowing that I have a child out there that I've never met mm. <laughs> the kid doesn't even know who I am. You know what I mean? That's kind of what set me straight there with the, with the drugs and stuff. And then as far as the drinking, man, like 2020, I think was, you know, rock bottom, definitely. You know what I mean? And um, especially toward, you know, going into 2021, because, you know, late 2020, one of my, my good friends passed away from from drinking, drinking too much. And then basically, like pretty much a month later, my older brother passed away from a, a fentanyl overdose and stuff like that. And then, yeah, man. So like from there, my drinking kind of just spiraled out of control. It was to the point where I was, you know, pretty much drinking a bottle of vodka like every day almost you know sometimes for two days straight <laughs> what, what was that like in the moment tj like I, i've been fortunate i, I haven't experienced addiction in, in any way in that form so i can only imagine if at all but like what was it like in the moment like those days where you're drinking a bottle of vodka are you 
do you hate yourself? Are you telling yourself, I know I need to fix this? Are you thinking like, ah, it's fine. I got it covered. Like, or it just feels good. So I'm going with it. Like, what was the story in your head? Man, it's kind of all of those, to be honest. Like I was kind of just everywhere with it, you know, like I know it's bad and, you know, especially my kids seeing me like that, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I just, uh, for, cause I was drinking for so long, you know, I just couldn't cope like without it, you know what I mean? And I, every time I'd get those, those thoughts and those feelings, I would just drink again. And, you know, for the, that, for the moment it would be fine. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I started drinking more and more often just because, you know, I just kept having those moments where I was like, you know, shit, man. But, you know, and like, yeah, so it was mm. kind of all of them, man, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. And how did it, cause you know, it's hard getting over addiction, right? I would imagine again, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been there directly, but it sounds like for you, there was kind of like a switch that went off in the head. Was it that clean? Was it like, Hey, this is it. I'm done. I'm out. Or was there still struggles beyond that? For me, the switch was Christmas morning uh, of 2020, I believe. It, yeah, 2020. Uh, shit face drunk early in the morning, helping my kids open gifts and put toys together. You know what I mean? Just thinking about that, like it just, you know, it's uh, it's not a very good thought, you know what I mean? Or thing to be doing, man, especially, you know, with young kids. So like, you know, that, that was one of the things that really like pushed me like, man, maybe I, I really should quit, you know what I mean? And then uh there was a few other things I, I can't specifically remember one thing was my friend that passed away from the drinking his he, he knew he was gonna die and stuff so it was one of his last you know things he asked me was that he wanted me to quit drinking because he knew because he didn't drink as much as i did <laughs> and so he was you know he was worried because i have you know four kids and stuff like that and uh but yeah man christmas morning that's where it really was just like what the hell am i doing with my life what, what was that first day without drinking like was it was it hard was it impossible like how, how'd you feel I mean, for me, it was, uh, it was a lot easier for most people. I feel like because I just came to a point in my life where it was either die a, an alcoholic or just live sober and, and be there for my kids. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, it was, I mean, it wasn't completely easy, but it was easier than it was for most people. But, um, yeah, man, it was, it was pretty difficult at that first day, man. Like, uh, you know, immediately wanted to go straight to the liquor store, but you know, I just kept fighting it, man. And then, you know, the, like the weeks and months after that, like my emotions and stuff were kind of everywhere. You know what I mean? Like I would randomly just get angry and then I'd be crying or then mm-hmm. I'd be like, la- you know what I mean? Just kind of everywhere. Um, because, you know, for the first time in my life, like, I feel like my brain was just getting used to not having that, that alcohol mm-hmm. to, you know, rely on and stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, like, um, I just, I feel like I just, I wanted it so bad. You know what I mean? That it just wasn't really that difficult, you know, it's difficult as it should have been, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, I've talked to a few people who had addictions uh, on the show, and and it does seem like there are certain people who, like you, there's I don't know if it's a mental toughness or or what it is exactly, but they're just able to, like you said, just like make a decision and say like that's it, I'm done. And it's just so interesting to me because there's so many other people you see who who seemingly make that decision and then they relapse and relapse and, and over and over, right? And they go to rehab seven or eight times. And I don't know, you may not know. It's just, it's just fascinating to me, you know, what, what, what distinguishes those people? I don't think it's character. I don't think, right. I think we're all trying to do our best. Maybe it's just mindset. Maybe it's life experience. Yeah. I don't know. But what, what do you think? Why do you think like for some people it's, it's so much tougher and for you, is it because of the motivation you had maybe? Um, I would say, you know, motivation's a part of it, but, but for me, you know, cause I can only speak on my experience was definitely mindset and mental toughness. You know what I mean? Cause uh, leading up, you know, from pretty much from Christmas to when I quit drinking on, on May 3rd, uh, 2021, um, or yeah, 2021. So that would have been Christmas in 2020. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was, I, I just started practicing uh, delayed gratification and mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, even though I'm like craving it real bad and I'm starting to shake and stuff, I'll just kind of try to hold it off as long as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every day it just got a little bit longer and a little bit, you know, like, uh, just like they say in that book that I, I've been reading, Atomic Habits, you know, 1% yeah, yeah. better every single day. You know, that that was one thing that really helped me too was, you know, that book, Atomic mm. Habits. And, uh, you know, just shifting my mindset to not telling myself that, oh, I'm, I'm a recovering like alcoholic. I just tell myself, like, I just don't drink anymore. You know what mm. I mean? And it's it's all about, you know, self-talk and, you know, just your mindset, you know, and that's yeah. really what helped me through everything. Yeah. Was that that mental toughness, that that ability to just, you know, delay the gratification and, and hold out? Was that something you had throughout your life? I know you went through shit. And you, you obviously dealt with, you know, drugs, alcohol and all that. But like, was that newfound, you know, yeah. at that point? Or was that something like you always knew you had that in you? 
No, like I, my entire life, I'd never had like any really? sort of, you know, mental toughness, discipline or nothing like that. I just, like I said, it just came to a point in my life where it was, you know, all or nothing basically, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, obviously I didn't want to die. So, you know, I want to be around for my kids as long as possible and stuff. So I just, you know, and it, that, I think that was the most difficult part was that mindset shift and just building that, that mental toughness, you know what I yeah. mean? But yeah, like it was definitely a newfound thing. I, I never really had that before in my life. Man. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it would seem like there has to be like some degree of correlation between people that do get addicted drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Typically there's reasons for that. Right. And even that experience in and of itself is, is like, there's a lot of adversity in that you have to overcome the perspective you have on life changes. I, I contrast it to my life a little bit. And I, I say all the time, like I was, I didn't realize it until much later, but like how fortunate I was for most of my life, like the worst things that happened to me in life weren't, weren't that bad. Like I'd lost a couple of family members that were older, but um, like I genuinely thought younger in life up through adulthood that like things just work out for the best. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And to that mental toughness point, like I had almost zero mental toughness because of it, because everything I never, it would never needed it. Like there was never a reason, but for you, even like you go back to your school experience where like you could, you didn't fit in with this group or that group sucks at the time. I'm sure it felt like shit, but at the same time, yeah. I do think it's building something up in your mind to be like, you have an appreciation for how shitty life can be, which just like inherently makes you tougher and stronger. It calluses things a little bit. And when you needed it, you know, it's there. So I feel like there has to be a correlation between that of like, that adversity addicts face and how they can overcome it and their ability to overcome it. Yeah. See that like the thing with that, man, is like, you know, I grew up in, you know, well, I mean, there's in my hometown, there's not really a rough side. It's just kind of all rough, but, <laughs> um, but my mom, you know, she did a very, very good job at, you know, keeping me away from stuff like that. You know what I mean? At an early age. Uh, but I mean, eventually there was a point where we, you know, were exposed to it, like getting older and stuff, but yeah, man, like, um, yeah, because like, even though I grew up, you know, in a rough town, like I didn't really experience a lot of things that other people experienced, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, like, I'm just thankful like that I, you know, it was still, you know, it still was kind of rough, but it it, it could have been a lot worse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just what, what I always thought growing up. It's good and, perspective. Um, yeah, but thinking back, though, now that I think about it, I mean, I'm pretty sure it has built up, you know, a certain level of, uh, I guess, mental toughness. And because I remember like, you know, like say if I got into a fight or something at school, you know, just defending myself, you know, I just kept telling myself like, don't quit, you know, don't mm. give up or, you know, mm. otherwise everybody else is going to, you know, try to mess with me or whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of, I kind of see, I kind of see what you mean there with, uh, yeah. So I, I agree. With yeah. You. Well, it's, it's also interesting. Cause like, don't give up, right. That, that drive, that, that force, I, I would imagine, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but like some of that comes from that, that, whatever you want to call it pain or whatever of not fitting in and all that like there's that there's that chip on your shoulder a little bit yeah definitely and i wonder like back to the value you started with with like authenticity and and just being yourself i often think about that and wonder like how, how do we make sure we balance that because if, if you if you're too authentic in the sense of like you become an asshole and you're like well that's just me i'm just an asshole like that doesn't seem like the way to be so there's still got to be some like self-doubt self-questioning in that yeah um and making sure that you balance that a little bit because I mean, I think there's a lot, not a lot, but there's certainly some like functionality to that ego, to that chip on the shoulder. So like, how do you think about that? Do you, do you worry that maybe you lost a little bit of your edge or is there any part of that that you feel like you, you want to make sure you don't go too far in the other direction? Yeah, man. It's, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's kind of a battle, man. Cause like sometimes, you know, like even today, uh, like nowadays, man, like I catch myself, uh, you know, trying to be honest with people, but just coming across like an asshole, you know what mm. I mean? So what, you know, what I try to do is be a hundred percent honest with people, but do it, uh, with humility, I guess, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just try to be as positive as you can. Like there's this one exercise that I, I practice every day when it comes to being positive. Uh, cause for me, like just growing up, I'm a, I'm a really negative person naturally, you know? And, uh, so what I do is as soon as I have one negative thought, I replace immediately re like replace it and with three positive thoughts, you know what I mean? And so it, that kind of helps me with you know, like, like say if my a family member has something going on and it bothers the shit out of me sometimes. And, you know, I'm trying to tell them, like give them advice or whatever, but not come across as an asshole. I just, you know, think of just the positive way to go at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just go at it with love instead of judgment. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Cause mm -hmm. naturally when you're, you know, trying to help people like with me anyways, with my, my negative mindset, um, 
you just come across judgmental, you know? So I, yeah. I try to, it's, it's a very, it's a very difficult, you know, thing to kind of explain and do, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I, you know, try to balance it like that. Yeah. It's an ongoing struggle. And I think you're right. I, I found that like, I maybe like a year and a half ago, two years ago, I had heard people talk about like gratitude and, you know, practice gratitude, be more grateful and all that. And, and I was like, eh, whatever. And then I think I listened to a podcast, something. And I, I was like, you know what, let me try that 15 minutes a day. I'm just going to think about the stuff I'm grateful for. And I found much like what you're saying, like, I think a lot of us, we tend to break negative, right? It's maybe it's evolutionary. Maybe it's how we're wired. Cause it like, keeps us safe. Right. When we, when we lived in this caveman or whatever, but we, we focus on the negative. And that gratitude just for me, like it balanced it out. Like, hey, 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 like just don't forget, there's some other good stuff here. And in a very almost like mathematical way, it 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 helps, it improves things. Cause you you know, it, it's not to say there aren't bad things in life, but we so easily gloss over the good stuff. So to like dedicate that time and focus it, like you said, in whatever form you do it, I think it's needed. It's needed to balance things out for a lot of people. Absolutely, man. And that's you know, that's another thing too that I'm trying to get into practicing more is gratitude, you know. So like every morning I get up. And obviously, you know, I, I don't do it every day. Sometimes I forget, you know, but um, for the most part, what I try to do is just, you know, tell the universe or creator, God, whatever you believe in, you know, that I'm just grateful for another day. Mm. You know, I'm grateful that I'm breathing. I'm grateful that my, you know, my kids are still here. You know what I mean? And just, you know, like you said, just practice gratitude. Because, I mean, the main reason why I do that is because, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be super rich and wealthy, you know what I mean? And have like a nice house and millions of dollars, whatever. But, um, you know, as I got older, obviously that changed, but now that I'm, you know, starting to see some level of success, you know, um, like if I want, I feel like if I want to be successful and maintain it, I need to be grateful for what I have now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, that's, you know, a big thing that I'm trying to do now is just learn how to be grateful, even like, even with the struggles, you know what I mean? Cause, uh, like I, I spoke about this on my podcast, how the, I feel like the struggles, they build character and they just yeah. help you grow as a human. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm thankful for the struggles, thankful for the, the good times, the ups and downs, everything, man. And, you know, just like, try to be grateful. <laughs> yeah. Do you find I, I struggled? I struggled with this in the beginning more. And I, and I kind of made myself a promise at one point with gratitude. Do you I'll just ask you, like, do you always believe it? Like, do you always mean it? Or do you find yourself sometimes just saying it? And I'm asking for myself as much as for you, because in the beginning, I found myself kind of just like, oh, yeah, I should probably be grateful for that. So I'll, I'll list that off in my head as I'm going through the list. And it just was never as impactful. Like it, it had to be real. It had to be genuine. And I, and I asked that because I know there is something to be said for like positive affirmations and positive thinking and kind of, you know, visioning your future, what it might be to kind of fake it till you make it, whatever you want to call it. But, but for me, it had to be, if it was going to have that effect to balance me out and genuinely make me feel better, it had to be something I was truly grateful for. Do you ever find yourself like battling that a little bit of like what I should be grateful for versus what I actually am grateful for? Yeah, man, I do. And, uh, Oh, man, I had a good point that I was going to touch on about that. But yeah, like sometimes like I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you can't it's hard to think of things to be grateful sometimes, you know. And so you just like like what you just said, I just start listing off random stuff. But, you know, I feel like the way your brain is wired is your brain is wired to keep you safe. So like mm. no matter what, you know, your brain will try to keep you from doing certain things. You know what I mean? But um, that's just because of the things we've been told our whole lives. You know what I mean? So our, our mindset and everything is shifted like that. But. I feel like when it comes to, you know, like being grateful for things, even if you don't mean it is for the things that, you know, you feel like you don't mean it. I feel like if you just say it out loud, write it down, you know what I mean? Just get it out in the physical world so that your brain, you know, your subconscious mind can take that in because mm -hmm. the more it hears that, you know, then it'll, it's going to take that as truth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then eventually you get to a point where you, you actually will be grateful for it and you'll realize, you know, like, damn, you know, that actually is a good thing in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where'd you, which you mentioned atomic habits, but then you, like you mentioned a few practices you, you do every day. Is that stuff, you know, the, when I have a negative thought, bring in three positive thoughts, that type of thing. Is that something you got advice from somebody? Is that something you just kind of found work for you? Where, where'd that, where'd that come from? Man, I can't honestly can't remember. I pretty sure it came from that, that book, atomic habits. Yeah. It did. Okay. Not, yeah. If not, then probably a podcast. Yeah. Are you like deliberate about that though? Trying to figure out like things you want to make sure you do every day or in certain situations. Is that like a big yeah. part of the practice? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Cause you know, cause it's, it's so easy for us as humans, you know, when we're trying to just be, you know, live a better life, you know what I mean? You have to change your routines and things that you do every day, even, even mentally, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like 
you know, like there is going to be days when you fall off, but I feel like for the most part, as long as you stick to it every single day, it just becomes a part of who you are. Yeah. But yeah. I remember, I remember where I heard that, that from the three positive thoughts. I heard it from, uh, the mindset mentor podcast. Yeah. That's where okay. I heard that from. Yeah, All right. Like a really good podcast that I listen to. Every I'll day. Say, I don't think I've heard that one. I'll check that out for sure. Um, you hit on a point. I, I have this debate in my own head and with other people all the time. And I think I've actually had it about the book Atomic Habits with, with my brother usually, but but other people too. I, I, I always debate like what you're saying, right? Which is just change your ac- actions, change your behaviors, do that. Even if you don't believe it, even if it's not, doesn't feel good, doesn't feel right, just, just do it. And eventually you'll become that, that thing. And I think that's kind of the spirit of the book a little bit too, just 1% every day. But then sometimes I think like, I don't know, like definitely that's good. That's good advice. I think that's good. But there's something to be said, I think, for like addressing the issue directly, right? And I'll use a simple example. Somebody says they want to run a marathon and then they, they, they never do it. They never train and they never train and, and they decide to take on that approach, right? And they say, all right, I'm just going to put my shoes in front of my bed in the morning and 1% more. The next day I'm going to get fully dressed and go outside and then I'll run a little bit and kind of, and eventually I'll become a runner. What do you say to the idea that like, it would be better for that person to just sit down for however long it took, go see a therapist, whatever it is, talk to this partner or whatever, and be like, what actually is going on in my head? I keep saying I want to run a marathon, but I'm never doing it. What actually is my issue, right? Is there something from my childhood? Is it that I actually don't care about running a marathon? I just think that's something that would be cool. And figuring that out first, or maybe not first, just in general, and then you can kind of move from there. How do you think about that? It sounds like you lean more on the side of like, just start doing stuff and, and the change will come. Yeah, man. Well, see, the thing like that is, or the thing with that is you've, you've never done it before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like this hypothetical person has never yeah. done it before. So they think, you know, it's either like pointless to even try, but that's your brain again. You know what I mean? Trying to keep you safe. Like, Hey man, mm-hmm. we've never done that before. So, you know, maybe let's stay away from that. You know what I mean? But you know, when you're doing these small little things every day, like you said, leaving your shoes by your bed, you know, just putting your jacket on, you know what I mean? It just, the more you do that, you know, your brain's, you know, your subconscious mind starts to think like, wow, mm. you know, well, this ain't so bad. You know what I mean? So then it starts to say, well, hey, this is actually good for us. Let's do this more every day. Let's go. You know what I mean? And yeah, that, so that, that's, that's interesting. So it's almost like the way you've seen it is like your brain's what's stopping you to begin with, right? It's telling yeah. you you're not good enough. You can't do it. So don't, your brain's not going to fix that problem. Like you just got to start doing stuff and almost like, I don't know if it's overpower or convince, like you said, your brain that you can do it. But the idea of trying to think your way through it, that that's what's causing the problem from, from where you're sitting. So like, I'm not going to use that to fix it. I got to use something else to address that. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, man. And uh, I feel like that's why so many people have anxiety. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like myself included is because I feel like that's your brain just doing anything it can to just be like, no, nah, stay away. From-. Like for me, I didn't get anxiety until I think it was 2020, man. And like it, mm. it, 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 show, it for me, anxiety is like, feels like I'm going to have a heart attack. You know what mm. I mean? So like going to the gym, you know, walking too long or running, you know what I mean? It makes me think I'm going to die or something. Mm. You know what I mean? But, um, but at the same time, like, I feel like that's just my brain, you know, cause in 2020, you know what I mean? I didn't really, I didn't really go anywhere cause we couldn't, you know what I mean? So yeah. my brain just got used to staying inside and just playing video games or whatever the hell I was doing. And so like when it came time to like, all right, well, you know, I need to get in shape. I need to get better. So now it's just like, well, I mean, I don't know, man, we, ne- we never really done this in a really long time. Is it, you know, so like your brain, cause you're like, the way I like to say it is your brain is as smart as, as it is and as powerful as it is, it's stupid at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it doesn't know the difference between, you know, good or bad. All it knows is I've never done that. So we're not doing it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's why I feel like it's, it's really very important for anything in life to just shift that mindset, man. And and your subconscious mind to, you know, just be able to do all these, you know, cool things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so funny because as you're saying it, I'm nodding along because I think of it so much the same in so many ways. Um, like I, I say all the time, my general view is I don't trust my, I don't think anybody should trust their own mind. It's not yeah. that our minds are always wrong, but a lot of what you're saying, like our subconscious, it's, it's just trying to keep us safe and do what's right. And it's like, exactly. You said, like, it's, it's kind of stupid in how it does that. It, it does it in a very basic way. It's just thinking like one step, one inch in front of it at a time, rather than the whole picture. Yeah. But what's also interesting about it is you, the way you approach the solution, and this isn't the passive value judgment, it's just everybody's different, right? Is like, all right, I need to, again, you know, show the subconscious that I could do it through action. The way I always think about it is, to your point, there's a smart part of the brain, which I think is more of our conscious mind. Like, I'm like, I'm going to play chess 
with the subconscious and I'm going to mentally logically checkmate it so that I get to a point where it's like, okay, you're not going to be able to trick me anymore. You're not going to be able to convince me otherwise. And that's kind of where I tend to go with it. And listen, I don't know if I'm going to be successful in that. Maybe that's not the right approach and maybe it's just to each their own, but it's so interesting to see how two people see it exactly the same, but everybody's different in their approach to handling it, you know? Absolutely, man. And like, but for me, man, when, like when it comes to anything in life, man, I believe just repetition, man. Like, cause think about it. Like, how are we breathing right now? You know, it's not like we're thinking, okay, got to breathe in, got to breathe out or I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's mm -hmm. just like something that our subconscious brain takes care of for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, once you start doing something enough, man, whether it's, I don't know, blogging or walking or whatever it is, man, like just every day, like, you know, without a doubt, you know, your, your subconscious mind will get you going on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I should say, I agree. I'm looking at my phone right now. So I, I keep a, a daily checklist of like 18 things every day that I'm like, I kind of made the list to say, if, if I do, if at night I've checked every one of those 18 things off, that's a good day. Like one yeah. of the things is just like, spend some time with my son doing something he wants to do, right? Drink enough water, all different types, read a book, whatever. Um, so I do agree. I think that structure, that repetition, just kind of building that, I definitely think there's value in, in that too, a ton. Um, yeah, man. And uh, yeah, real, yeah. real quick, I just want yeah, to touch no, on, because you mentioned, uh, you know, the 18 things. For me, I like to do, uh, I think it's 10 different things. I pick one for health, one for wealth, and one for relationships. Yeah. Well, two each, actually. And then another three, or another two for uh, whichever area I want to work on most. You know what I mean? I, I have it written down. I can't remember exactly yeah. all of them, but it's basically 10 things every single day that I, you know, try to improve on to improve myself and, you know, whatever it is I'm doing with like with my family or, my, you know, business stuff like that, man. Yeah. And, and I think that's to your point, like the, the subconscious to how you explained it, right. It's going to want to keep going back to that place. I think, well, I think you, I don't know, I guess I'm curious your take on this. Cause that's part of the reason I think I keep that checklist and I am, and maybe the repetition is so important. I don't know that we ever fully convinced the subconscious, maybe somewhat, but I think it's always kind of like getting that, getting like, there's like a gravitational pull back to like comfort and convenience and like hedonistic type pleasure. Um, and it's a constant battle and it's a checklist or it's whatever different practices, repetition to kind of continuously battle it and keep it back. That's how I think of it at least. Yeah, man. And when it, you know, you know, we've been talking a lot about like mindset, subconscious mind, but you know, people just need to stop listening to, you know, how could I say it, man? Like that anxiety, I guess, you know what I mean? Like nervousness and stuff like that. Like, um, if you really think about it, man, like there's a little voice in the back of your head every single day when you're like, say if I'm, you know, you're sitting on a couch for like two hours, you have that little voice saying, Hey man, maybe you should get up and go exercise or, Hey, maybe you should go and finish up some work or clean up the house or whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, you know, your subconscious mind or higher, your higher self, whatever you want to call it is just guiding you to where you need to be in life. You mm. know what I mean? Cause, uh, but at the same time, there's, there's kind of two voices, you know, there's that, yeah. that smaller one with the anxiety and stuff, but the, you know, the main one, once you start learning how to actually listen to it, you know, like I did it for a whole day and like, I got a ton of stuff done. Like it mm. was just a super successful day, man. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but no, yeah. well, you, you beautiful, beautiful segue, because I think you're right. I think everything you're saying makes so much sense but at the same time it is hard to explain and it's hard for people us included right we're not by any means i think experts on this like we're just trying to figure it out yeah. but it's hard for people to actually understand it and, and do it and if you think back to i don't know maybe when you're a kid maybe when you were younger like i try and do this all the time with myself like if i try and empathize if i try and empathize with people today that might struggle with with activating that voice like you're talking about i try and think back to when i wasn't doing it and like, why wasn't I doing it? What could somebody have said to me that would have got me to realize otherwise? And like, I try, I try and use that to better understand other people and why they struggle with it. Have you ever thought about that? Like if you had, if you were able to have a conversation with a younger version of yourself, is there anything you could have said to him to get him to realize what you're saying now? Absolutely, man. Try, stop trying to change the external. You know, everybody's like, man, if I just had a better job or man, if I just lived in a better neighborhood, because I used to say those exact same but things. But would he have listened though? Would he have like actually heard it and been like, ah, yes, I need to change? Uh, probably not, man. But that's, you know, that's what I would say. I'd say focus internal, you know what I mean? And because me, like, you know, five years ago, you know, I would have took it and been like, ah, that's not going to work. But eventually, you know, they'll get to a point where like, well, maybe he's right. Maybe, you know, let's just give it a try, you know, and then guaranteed they're, you know, not guaranteed, but most started, likely their life will change, you know?
how to get that spark started, right? How to get it yeah, going. Man. I think that's like the billion dollar question of life. Right? I think all the self-improvement books, all the podcasts, even to some extent what we're doing, everybody's trying to figure that out and help others. Cause I think we probably have a general sense. Like the more people that get that, poof, life would be so much sweeter and better. All the, a lot of the problems we have are rooted in exactly this. People just listening to that other voice and letting it dictate who they are and what they do. So it would be quite a thing for people to figure that out kind of like at scale, right? Yeah, man. And like the crazy thing too that I'm realizing is, you know, everybody is asking, what do I do? How do I do this? But when you start paying attention and working on mm. yourself on the inside, mm. you'll realize you had the, the fucking answers the entire time. Like, you know what you need to do. You're just not paying attention. You know, That's I mean? so true, man. And it goes back to your authenticity value. It's so weird how like unnatural it is for us to be natural. Like, it, it's just like you said, just listen, just listen to what that thing is. Now, to be fair, as you said, like there is those, there are those other voices in there, but somewhere deep down, I think you're right. Like we know what that real voice is, which is what mm -hmm. we should be doing. Um, yeah. but it's just, for some reason, it's so unnatural for us to just, to just do that and just kind of follow it. Yeah, man. Like people always say, you know, like, well, how did you do that? Like, oh, it was a gut feeling. You know what I mean? It's not a gut feeling. You're just listening to your subconscious mind, your higher self guide you, you know what I mean? And like, like I noticed, you know, to some people, this might sound a little crazy, rah, rah, whatever. But, you know, a year ago, I didn't believe any of this stuff until I started, you know, practicing it myself, you know, because I'm always... Yeah. And I've, I've always been a very spiritual person. And you, like, I always believe that everybody was put on this planet for something, you know what I mean? Cause like after, and this is why, so after I quit drinking May 3rd, 2021, you know, I was like, screw it. I need to, you know, find my thing, you know, cause like I've, I knew, like, I never wanted to like, just go to school, get a good job and then die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always wanted mm -hmm. to just work from home, work for myself and just be able to control my own schedule. You know what I mean? So that I can do more stuff with my kids and stuff like that. Cause I've seen all like basically everyone in my family go that route. But anyways, uh, after I quit drinking, I set out on a journey to, uh, to finally do it, you know, find my thing and just go all in and be successful with it. Because I've tried in the past, like for the past six, seven years, I've been trying to figure it out. Like I've done blogging, done YouTube, TikTok. uh, you know, affiliate marketing on like Facebook and all kinds of stuff to try and make money. But then, you know, after I quit drinking, I realized like, man, I don't, you know, it's not about making money. It's about helping other people, hmm. you know? And, um, so anyways, after I quit drinking, man, I just started just trying to just be better, you know, stop trying to like, try to stop being so angry and, you know, just bettering myself. And then I realized like, man, things are falling into place. You know what I mean? Cause mm -hmm. at that time I didn't even have a license, so I couldn't drive anywhere with my kids or my old lady. So I'd have to ask, you know, a family member for a ride. And there was a day we had something important to do. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we couldn't get a ride. And I was pissed off at myself that I didn't get this stuff taken care of when I was a teenager. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, um, and plus two, like this was, um, you know, because of COVID, they were backed up for like an entire year to do road tests for your license and stuff. And I was pissed off sitting on my front porch, you know, having a cigarette being mad at the world and that little voice in my head's like, just call, just set up a date, man. Who mm -hmm. cares how long it is? So I, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I pulled out my phone. I called and I can tell that the lady was about to tell me to call back in a couple of months. Like they did three months before that, but she's like, Oh wait, actually we have a, we have a date open tomorrow. Somebody just canceled. You want to take it? And I was just like, absolutely, man, I'll take it. And then boom, next day I have my license. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it's crazy. Like when you just, when you, start setting on the right path. You know what I mean? Things start just falling in place. And my whole life, I was trying to find my purpose. You know what I mean? And I, I, I think I finally figured out that when you, when you try to do something and it just seems to like work out, you know, I feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing. But you know, this is where people get it wrong is when you finally find that thing, you're going to get hit with a whole ton of struggles. You know what I mean? Because the universe like, okay, hey, now you found your thing. Now you have to earn it. You have to build that character in order to be successful because the person that you are right now isn't the type of person that's going to be successful with it. So the universe mm. and guides, whatever you want to call it, man, is is going to help push you to become that person that will be successful with mm. it. I like what you're saying a lot, TJ. I, I really do. So much so that I got I to gotta start to ask questions, right? Because whenever something sounds too good, I'm negative like you, right? I'm like, some, there's a hole here somewhere and I hope there's not. But how do you how do you distinguish, right? You said like TikTok, blogs, YouTube. I, I don't know what you thought in those moments, but I, I would guess that maybe I'm projecting on you, but like at times you think, all right, that's it. YouTube's the thing, or this is the thing. And it ends up not being. 
And then, like you said, even when you find the thing, there's still going to be a shitload of adversity. There's still going to be a shitload of stuff you got to deal with. Those things can look really similar. And I think that's why so many people feel like, fuck it, it's not worth it because like, yeah, 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 just keep pushing through. But I've done that a few times and it didn't work. And like, how am I ever going to know what the real thing is? What, what is it for you? Is it truly just a voice that you feel like you hear that tells you like, what lets you know that's really the thing this time, this adversity, I'm going to get through it. Whereas maybe in the other one I didn't, cause that wasn't meant to be. Man, honestly, it's kind of a combination of all of those things, but for the most part, for me, the main thing was, it was just a feeling, you know what I mean? Just like when I got into podcasting, man, like, and the reason why I feel like it's my thing is because, you know, for one, it all just worked out perfectly for some reason. And then all of a sudden, you know, in things like in life outside of podcasting, I was hit with all kinds of struggles to, you know, see if I have what it takes to stick with it. But I don't know, man, it, it was just, it was just like a feeling like, man, it's like so hard to explain, but mm um just something every day was telling me like just keep going keep going you know what i mean and you know yeah. within my i'm like a month a month and a half in and you know my podcast is is doing incredible man like i, I don't want to say numbers or anything to see like seem like i'm bragging but no no i get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah but like i just feel like like this like because my whole life man i always knew that i wanted to help people mm. and i feel like this this is just my way to do that you know what i mean because yeah. i'm being yeah. myself i'm just speaking from experience and I'm also learning at the same time with my audience, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, man, it's it's really hard to explain. So like, it's, like, like, it, well, I was gonna say like, not to cut you off, apologies, but it's like I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. Like, I, I'm sure you do this at times. Like, you go through Instagram or whatever, and you'll follow some like philosophy accounts or like self improvement accounts. And they're always posting quotes, you know, that people said yeah. old philosophers, successful people. And it's weird because like everything normally from, from good people, like that they say in those quotes, it's like, it's true. It's perfectly accurate and it's true. But for some reason, like the words, and it's kind of what you're saying right now, like you can't explain it the, at the same time. They don't really do it justice. Like you do have to actually experience it working yeah. for it yeah. to be like, click on and be like, Oh shit, I get it now. And that's such a weird thing. Cause you're right. Like just the words, they're too hollow. It's, it's really a feeling. It's an idea. It's a concept. And the words, like, there's just no words that would actually get it to really click in your brain in any way, at least the way I think of it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I guess I can say to know that, you know, if it's what you're supposed to be doing is you'll just know, you know what I mean? Because like, like I said, I've tried a ton of different things, man. Like, you know, I started making music when I was 11 and, you know, I still do, but you know, that's, you know, that wasn't it, you know, but just trying different things, man, just trying everything, like no matter what it is, just, just try, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just give it a shot for at like at least a month or two or maybe more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Depending. But when you find, when you do, you know, find that thing though, you will, you'll just know, like, you'll just know. I, and no it's, it's almost funny, it. right? Cause like, you're absolutely right. Again, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, I can imagine somebody listening being like, what am I going to do with that? I'll just know. Like I thought I knew last time and, and it's not that you're wrong. And I think with that, I think the next step in that thread is the stuff we were talking about earlier, right? Like, all right, maybe it's difficult for you to know if it's the right thing right now or whatever it is. Keep going after it, keep trying, but yeah. get your other shit in order. Like figure out that other stuff, get the repetition, start to build your character, start to build your mental toughness, build your humility, you know, challenge yourself in different ways. You put that repetition into place because at least once that starts happening, I feel like you'll have more clarity. And when that voice does pop up to you, what you were saying before, you'll be much more likely to be like, oh, that's it. And then you'll see things start to happen, you know? Yeah, so for yeah. those people that are like, I, I still don't know, like, Focus on the other stuff then and it'll come, right? Well, yeah, like just just like I said earlier, man, like when you start to, you know, fix what's on the inside rather than the external. Exactly. It'll, you know, you'll it'll just start guiding you on the, in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because just like, you know, uh, for an example, um, you know, the bad kid in school, like mm -hmm. the, the class clown or whatever, he's not going to get rewarded, you know, with anything from the teacher because he's not, he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I feel like, you know, I don't know. I always just believe that there's like a higher power up there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, yeah, what is but the you have of it, but, but I feel going. like, yeah. but I feel like when I just like to say universe, but when, when the universe sees that you're doing what you're supposed to do, which is better yourself, you know, cause the world we live in, like society, media, everything, it makes you focus on the external, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But when you just start focusing on the inside, fixing what's within, you know, then it'll start, you know, the universe will start rewarding you with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like when I started this podcast, I was like, man, I don't really have, you know, money for a good microphone. Cause this was always my dream microphone. So I started with this one. It was like 60 bucks. Mm. 
But then a week before I started my podcast, or no, a month before I started it, I ended entered a, a giveaway, ended up winning this one. And then, like, I don't know, it's it's crazy. And yeah. It just all fell apart. And then, like, my mentor, who's very successful with podcasts, and all of a sudden was having a sale for his biggest course. Mm. I was like, damn, so I bought that. And then, you know what I mean? And it just all fell into place. And then a yeah. month and a half later, you know, I have a top 200 rated podcast, you know, growing, like, pretty quickly. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's just... Yeah, just, just works. It just yeah, works. Man, just fix what's on the inside, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> so let me ask you, as we're getting towards the end, let's get philosophical for a second. Big picture. You touched on it a couple times already. What What do you think? You said you think of it as the universe. We don't know, or at least I don't. Maybe you do. What's What's behind that? Is there Is there something that's like deliberately driving it? Is it random? Is it like what What is it? What How do you make sense of it? It's energy, man. It's energy. It's energy, because. Um, you know, like with like when you think about it, man, like every every single culture, like, you know, Christians, they have like Jesus and God, you know what I mean? Yep. Buddha, like all that, like they're all when you really think about it, they're all relatively like similar. You know what I mean? So like I feel like in ancient times, you know what I mean? They figured it out. They know what it is. But, you know, society today, you know, try to I mean, I don't want to get too you know into yeah. anything crazy, but they, they use now they use religion as like a way to control people. I feel like, yeah. you know I mean? like weaponized it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, like, I feel like it's just energy, man. And you know, um, is it random in your mind? Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, is that energy deliberately pushing towards something? Like it wants a certain outcome. It's, it's working towards something. It can yeah. control what happens or is it, there is an energy out there. That's what makes things go, but it's just randomness. It's, it's, it's unintelligent in any way. It's just, things are happening. Yeah. So here's the thing, man. And this is where, this is the part that's going to make me sound extremely crazy. And, uh, and this is not something that I think this is something I a hundred percent truly believe in is okay. in the spirit world, you know, cause we're, we're all like, our souls are connected to the spirit world, no matter what, you know what I mean? And the, the soul that we have right now is just a very small piece of that soul. Mm. So like, that's why, you know, they have things like your soul family and like, or you ever, you ever have that, that, that moment where you're walking down the street and you see a random person and you're just like, you recognize mm. him, even though you've mm. never seen him before. That's because that you've seen that person before in the spirit world. It's either that or that person, you know, was a part of your family in a past life or whatever, you know what I mean? But in the spirit world, man, to be, you know, for your soul to come to earth, man, is like a huge, huge, huge deal. Mm. So, you know, I feel like when you when you get put on earth, it's for a reason. You know what I mean? And when you mm. hear that that voice saying, hey, man, you should do this, because if you hear, if you listen to that voice, it's always towards something positive. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, get that work done. You know, make sure you go to bed early tonight, whatever it is. I feel like that's, you know, the energy, you know, telling you like, hey, you know, this is your purpose. This is what you're supposed to be but, doing. But why? 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 Why is the energy, the spirit, whoever's in, you know, I say this truthfully, like in charge of the spirit world, why, why are they telling you, what are they, what are they trying to get to? Yeah, I, I don't know what don't that know. is yet, man, but, <laughs> you know, I just feel like, yeah, that's a hard one, man. I don't know the exact Me thing, but, Obviously, but, yeah, right? like, but, I I, but I do know that we're all here for a reason, you know, mm. to put it in simple terms. Why, why, and I ask this completely genuinely, it's not meant to imply anything, it's just because that's the spirit of the show. How do you know what you say you're a hundred percent? Why would you say you're a hundred percent certain that I have a purpose that you have a purpose that there's that spirit world. Like you said before, again, I'm not implying you're wrong yeah, yeah. or that it doesn't exist. It's just, I think you even said it in a way that's like, there's not many things I'm a hundred percent sure about, but this is one of them. Like, how'd you get there? Like, why, why are you a hundred percent sure of that? Is that just a, is that more of a feel as well? Or is that dreams, man, dreams, my okay. dreams. Cause like, like when my buddy Sean passed away uh, and this is, you know, a hundred percent true. Like I'm not, I would never lie about, you know, a, a dead friend or anything, but, and I, I don't really tell many people this, but this is what really helps me believe that we're all connected. You know what I mean? And it mm -hmm. sounds crazy. I know, but after he passed away, uh, his dad was already in the hospital and I had a dream about my friend and, uh, was, and it was weird. Like I knew it was a dream and I knew that in real life he was gone. But so I sat him down and we were talking and he just, seemed like there's no no you know no expression no emotion he was just sitting there and i was like so how are you doing man like is everything good he's like yeah yeah i'm you know i'm with family i'm you know everything's mm. good and he's like but i'm gonna be chilling with my dad soon mm. and i was like what like in the moment i didn't think but then i woke up and i was thinking about it and then i was like damn like does that mean his dad's gonna die you know what i mean and then mm. like a week later his dad ended up passing away mm. 
And uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, I had this dream where like, I felt lost, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know what I was doing. And that was at a time where like with this podcasting stuff, I was like, man, can I really do this? Like, is this really my thing? You know what I mean? And I had a dream and uh, something was happening. I couldn't remember what, but I, I just remember like trying to find out what I was supposed to be doing. And I seen my older brother. Mm. And again, as soon as I seen him, I realized like, wow, I'm dreaming right now. And you know, he's gone in real life. So I asked him, I was like, it's like, Hey man, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, what do I do? And he just gave me a look, like a look that he would always give me in real life. Like, mm. what the fuck are you asking me? You already know what you need to do. You know what I mean? And then as soon as I woke up, it's like, all of a sudden, you know, because my podcast number started slowing down. So I was like, you know, am I, can I even do that? You know what I mean? But mm. then as soon as I woke up, I knew what I needed to do to, to get it back going again. You know what I mean? And like, I don't mm. know, man, it, it sounds crazy. Mm. I know, but you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a very spiritual person and that's, well, I would say it's, it's funny call back to earlier in this conversation when we were talking about like my kid and you know, he said this, this thing I like is weird. It's not like the other kids and you know, the point there is no real normal. I think it's funny that it still comes up for us today. Like your sensation of being like, I know it sounds crazy, like, but we all, we all believe something in our head of what the universe is, right? Like, so everybody, so to the point, like, I don't think it's crazy at all. Um, and I'd even go further to say, like, you're, you're right. There are some people who would hear what you're saying and be like, it's crazy. There's scientific explanations for all of that. Um, you know, you said people you recognize that, you know, you, you don't know why you know them. Maybe they have some facial features that are similar to somebody else. Your dreams, right? Maybe you were thinking about some coincidence, whatever, wherever people want to go. Yeah, there's Who knows, a, right? a scientific but, explanation. Right. But maybe the scientific explanation is just explaining exactly what you're saying, how the universe works. Like there is a force, there is an energy, there is a spirit that's telling you what you should be doing. And yeah, maybe your dream only happened because you would watch the show that had a similar storyline. And I, but why was that show on? And why did you see it? And why was that the dream that came up? Like both things can be true. <laughs> there can be explanations, but those explanations can be rooted in exactly what you're saying. And mm -hmm. I found myself thinking that way a lot more lately. And I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm becoming more open-minded or just because um, it's logical and, and there's a lot to it, right? It's hard to deny. Yeah, man. And you know, real quick, what I, what I want to say is for anyone listening, you, I guess you included you know, if you think what I'm saying is not true, try it out for yourself, man. Start working on what's inside, being aware of your thoughts and like what's happening with your life and everything as you start doing this. And I guarantee you a year from now, two years, however long, could be a week, couple months, you will definitely believe exactly what I'm saying here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I would hedge a little bit only because not what you're saying. You said like a guarantee. Definitely. I know why you're saying that and you're not wrong. But I think it's important for people listening to recognize, like, you got to do some work, too. And I know you're not you weren't suggesting they don't. You're saying exactly the same thing. But to your point about adversity, like there's there's people that would it wouldn't work. And, and there's a re like it may not happen. But if it yeah. doesn't happen, you just haven't found the right thing yet. Right. Or there's just more work to be done, as you said before. Yeah. It's uh, it's important to say that. Right. Because sometimes people think people promise stuff. It's just bullshit. Like it doesn't work for me. Um, it just means like, it's, it's just what it is. It's the nature of it. You have to keep grinding. You have to keep working. Yeah, man. You have to struggle. You have to struggle. You to get have to where struggle. you want to go. You have to struggle first, man. Yeah. You know, it's like my mom told me growing up, it's got to get ugly before it gets beautiful, man. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And, and that's beautiful TJ. I think that might be a nice way for us to wrap. I get the sense you and I could probably talk for a real long time and, and yeah. maybe we will again. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to, I think, uh, so firstly, I enjoyed the conversation a ton. I appreciate you being on. I love conversations like this particularly this one maybe this one as much as any i've done so far where like i feel like we were really um like exploring right like you had yeah. your thoughts i had mine we're kind of working our way through it and i just love that kind of conversation because i think everybody you know has an interesting perspective everybody has a gift of some way of something and if we take the time to really understand and not just say it but like oh that's interesting what about this though or this might be wrong that's how you really understand somebody and that only makes us better so i appreciate you doing that being so open so honest so authentic uh, and being on the show, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you for, you know, actually asking why, because when I do get into stuff like that with other people, they're like, ah, get out of here. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Of course, man. Of course. Well, TJ, you have a good rest of the day. All right. Yeah, you too, man. All right.